0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and A member FDIC.
1: This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105. It's Who Was Right Last Night. You're right on B105. You know what?
2: You're right. And this morning we welcome Allie into the Who Was Right Last Night courtroom. Good morning, Allie. Hi, good morning. And uh, you got a problem with your husband, Jim, and this involves an ex, and it sounds like it's getting a little bit messy there in your household.
0: You know, I, and I'm not, I'm just not sure what's going on exactly, honestly. So I'll tell you, so what started the argument really is that, you know, we all hang out with our friends from high school and stuff. It's just kind of like our circle, So in his circle of friends, there's an ex that he dated in high school, right? So it's like they're friends, and they've been friends a long time. I guess the biggest thing for me is that I just feel like she calls him so much for all sorts of different things. And they don't talk every day, but they talk maybe like four times a week, four or five. Like, that's a lot to me, you know? That that feels like a lot to me, too, yeah. Yeah, and so she'll call him about, like, a leaky pipe, um, which my husband is not a plumber. He's in a completely different industry, (laughs) so, like, I'm not sure he knows what the hell he's talking about, but she calls him about that. I mean, she'll, like, ask him to a Reds game, she'll... Ask him to a Reds game?
2: Wait, wait, she's asking him to go to Reds games with her?
0: Yeah, and it is, I mean, it is with a group of other people, so I, I haven't known them to go alone, but... I don't know, it just seems like they're really close and I just feel like well so first of all I was kind of okay with it for a long time because she was in kind of a long-term serious relationship so it felt like she she had attention to focus elsewhere but she's not in that relationship anymore oh. and it just feels like she's sort of like treating him like he's her husband does that make sense Mhm uh-huh. ease Yeah so I'm not sure I guess I just like uh, just go get your own husband, lady. Like, I don't
1: know.
2: <laughs> what, what does Jim have to say about this when you confronted him?
0: Honestly, he really doesn't understand what my problem is, you know, and he gets really defensive. He just says that they're friends, but it's like, who texts somebody on, like, Sunday at 7 p.m. to, like, ask him if she should put begonias in her backyard? Like, <laughs> I don't know. It just feels like she really relies on him emotionally, and he's okay with that. And he gets so freaking defensive whenever i bring up this woman like i just feel like he should i mean like it's okay to kind of just like ghost her if she uh, on a few of her questions you know what i mean like you don't have to answer every question she asks
2: you all right well let's see do you have a closing argument this morning ally
0: i guess just to say that you know if your wife is uncomfortable with something that like you know, happy wife, happy life. Like, just make that space. i That's my argument. Like, why does he have to get so defensive, you know?
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: All right,
3: Statman, hmm. juror member number one. I kind of feel for your husband because I'm still friends with all my Finneytown alum, still hang out with a bunch of them, but that part about being single is troubling to me. Um, I do think uh, maybe he needs to respect you a little bit more, but it is possible to be friends with somebody of the opposite sex. So because I'm going to stick on that, I'm going to think that Jim is keeping it innocent and trying to help out a friend and I'll be on Team Jim here. All right. Ashley. I think
4: that it is possible to still be friends with an ex, but if you're in a committed relationship now, which you are, and she's still like hitting him up four times a week. That's a lot. Like every mm-hmm. once in a while, like once every blue moon, I'm going to go team Ally here because it's just kind of over the top for me.
2: Yeah, I'm also going to go team Ally because I think she knows it's wrong. Not not Ally, but uh, I don't this, think she this, does. This other girl, I don't know. She knows what she's doing. Jim may be playing dumb, but I think he likes the attention too. I'm going team Ally. This it needs to cease and desist. Um, going out with friends, that's fine as a group, but you need to be in that group when they're out. I know.
0: I feel like I should be invited, or it should be like a family thing, you know, but it's
2: just, I don't know. All right, two to one. We have sided with Allie over Jim, but let's see if we might get some more opinions coming in from the B105 jury here, and that includes through the app, and also at 749-B105. Allie, let's see what happens, okay?
1: Okay, thank you. More of the Big Dave Podcast.
2: (music) Hey, it's Big Dave, and it's our first Friday Night Bites, and we're here at Campbell County High School, taking on the Beachwood Tigers tonight. And I'm here with Kim, and she is a business teacher here at Campbell County. Hi, Kim. Hi. So you're a huge fan of our Who Was Right last night.
4: Absolutely.
2: Okay, so I'm blown away by what happens after you hear it and you get here to school every day.
4: On the days that I hear it that I think it's school appropriate, I will tell my class about the who was right last night, and they weigh in on whether they think who was right.
2: So they take sides out like we do and the listeners do on the air?
4: Yes, they absolutely do. They love it.
2: What was one of the favorite ones? Can you remember that the class really liked?
4: Yeah, the one where the girl met the guy, and then he texted her and said, you have to pay for the meal and sent her his Venmo account. That one. And then the 12-year-old with the fake nails. Okay. That was a big one. Well,
2: what did they think about the guy asking the girl for the Venmo on the date?
4: Do not pay and block him.
2: (laughs) I love it, (laughs) Kim. Thank you for listening every morning.
4: Thank you, guys.
2: More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. Who was right last night? We heard from Allie, who is into it with her husband, Jim, a little bit. His high school circle of friends still like to hang out, which includes his high school girlfriend, who recently became single and is calling Jim all the time. Hey, help me with this. What do you think about that? Want to go to the Reds game with all of us? Allie thinks it's inappropriate. Jim says nothing's going on. We sided with Allie 2-1 to over Jim. But let's see what our jury at 749B105 thinks. And Joy from Fairfield says the same thing happened to you? Yep. Something really like that. My um, best friend started spending more time with us, complaining
0: about her husband. We were kind of counseling her. It turns out she's a lot more fun than me, 11 years younger. I didn't think anything really was going on, but she ended up being more fun than me even after 32 years of marriage. And guess what? They're now married, living in the vacation place I thought I would be. So really there's no way they should
2: talking that much. No, no, and no. Oh, my God. hand experience. That's oh. just terrible joy. I'm so sorry.
4: Yeah, it, it was. High school sweethearts. There's somebody mm. out there better for you,
2: girl. Mm, yes, absolutely. I
0: know, but I was just like, yeah, I'm glad we're helping her out, you know, and yeah. I, I like spending time with her. I don't have any sisters, so yep.
2: Uh, that's a terrible thing to go through. Hopefully, you're out on the other side now and feeling a little better.
0: Yeah, I am, but Please stop.
2: Don't let her hang out with (laughs) him. All right. Samantha is also Team Alley, and why is that?
0: Uh, I just had this happen, and her excuse was they had been friends for a long time. And, well, if you don't talk to me, you don't talk to him. And it was texting every day or or calling, and it was just too much. So I
4: put a stop to it. You had to shut it down. At least I think.
2: At least you think, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Alex is weighed in on the B105 app and says, Team Jim, he isn't hanging out with her alone. Let him enjoy time with old friends. Plus, it was a high school ex, not an ex-wife.
2: Oh, an okay. Interesting perspective. Uh, let's go to Georgia from Lynchburg. Uh, she is Team Allie all the way.
0: Her first instinct should tell her when he gets so defensive, there's a problem. Mm-hmm. This happened to a friend of mine. She wasn't invited to things either and it ended up all bad. So tell her her instincts are right.
3: Rachel says guys tend to be oblivious when girls are flirting with them and this one sounds a little overboard. Wake up and recognize your wife's feelings.
2: Mm. Ow. Right, let's go to one more here. Betty from Northern Kentucky. Team Allie and why is that?
0: I do believe it's possible to be friends with somebody of the opposite sex but I think that he needs to have respect for his wife maybe she needs to have a conversation with a friend oh
3: i yeah. like that approach
1: yeah
2: Back they- behind the dumpster yeah. conversation <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think you call those uh come to jesus moments right <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> thank you
1: betty Thanks. The Big Dave Podcast. 315
3: Stat Man on the street, and I'm figuring out what they're serving in the cafeteria at Campbell County High School. What's the best thing, and what's the worst thing that they have in the cafeteria? Um, the mac and cheese is the best, okay. and the worst are the. The pizzas. The pizzas? What's wrong with the pizzas? It's soggy. It's just
5: not good. Um, I heard the chicken nuggets are pretty good. And yeah. I would say the worst is probably the
3: burgers. How do you mess up a good burger? No idea. They're just not good. Not good. Soggy <laughs> buns. All right. Come on. And I heard one of you guys has a cafeteria <laughs> worker as a mom. So what's your mom serving in there that's so delicious? Um, Probably the rotini. <laughs> rotini. And what's the thing that you just hope she leaves at school and not bring home leftovers? The
5: pizza. I don't like the pizza.
3: Really? Another one on the pizza. How about you? The best and the worst?
5: Um, I guess the best would be like the chicken nuggets or whatever they... I mean, how do you mess up
3: chicken nuggets, I don't know, right? I but
5: I've seen they're like brown on the inside. Oh, man. And then the worst is probably the tacos.
3: Tacos? What's wrong with the tacos?
5: No, the meat's kind of suspicious. So <laughs> suspicious,
3: right on. I would say best thing's pizza, worst thing's chili dogs. Chili dogs? What's wrong with them? Chili sucks. (laughs) How about you? Same thing as him. Not a fan of the chili dogs? No. They don't have that skyline flavor to it? Not even close.
5: How about you? Best and worst? The best is walking tacos, uncontested, beef. You get the the Doritos, cheese. You can mix other stuff in there. I'm
0: not a fan of lettuce because it tastes like leaves. And then you get
3: the worst. Ah, uh, pretzel's not good. All right, how about you? S would be the breakfast burrito. Yeah. And then the worst would be the nachos. Nachos? What's wrong with it? It's, it's just it? chips. There's not this even... like I a... get for lunch is chips. Oh, my
2: God. That's <laughs> a waste. <laughs> it's not good. I love how they were just all over the place. You had some people who were like, pizza's the best. No, pizza stinks. And then chicken nuggets are the best. No, they're brown on the end. What is going on yeah. there?
3: According to my kids, the nachos are the worst at Dixie High School because it's just chips. What kind of meal right. is that? I
4: with the pizza complaints, I'm like, I feel like you might know some people stat that can hook Campbell County up with pizza.
3: Well, so well, we let a little snappy <laughs> tomato in. You yeah. know it. Yeah.
2: Make a delivery. I can fix that in a snack. Now, I'm wondering, like, the pizza that they're getting, though, is it because I was a huge fan of the rectangular pizza we used yeah. to get at school? I think GFS Marketplace sells it. Uh, you could go out there and buy it. I mean, is that the type they're getting? I guess not. We I'm, might we-
4: have to take our investigating to the next level.
2: Oh yeah. Well, m- we might have some help here because we have an anonymous lunch lady from here in the tri-state that wants to weigh in on this. What do you got?
0: The problem is, I know you know you talk about the rectangular pizzas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are now whole grain low fat cheese. That's the problem. Ugh. Oh, they're healthy. So, Stop. Yeah, well, well, yeah. You know, it has to be all whole grain stuff and low fat. The the chips the like the bagged potato chips are reduced fat, which you get like six chips in a bag and kids go, Hey, there's only six chips in the bag I'm like, Well, that's the problem. But that that's it. It's all whole grain and reduced fat and that's the problem, I think. You Uh know, it's it's not back in the olden days, you know, when everything was homemade and stuff.
2: It made it with lard. Back in the old days, Crisco was a proud sponsor of most school lunches there.
0: I believe so. And deep fryers.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, thank you for the job you do. Hail to the lunch ladies. Thank you. The Big Dave
1: Podcast.
2: B105, The Big Dave Show, uh, something pretty cool that's on CBS this summer is a show called Superfan. It's where they take, like, well, (laughs) superfans of different artists. And they started this earlier this Cool J. They've done Shania Twain and Gloria Estefan. And, uh, well, coming up tomorrow night, 9 o'clock, Superfan is about little big town superfans. And Ashley.
4: Oh, my gosh. I know, like, Obviously, our hometown super fan of Little Big Town is my friend, Abby, who's joining us right now on the line. Hey, Abby.
2: Hey, guys. (laughs) So, Abby, you're on this show tomorrow night on CBS.
3: Yes, I cannot wait. Now, I'm just wondering what qualified you to be a super fan? Like, how many times have you seen Little Big Town in concert? So, I
5: have actually seen Little Big Town 57 times whoa, now.
3: Whoa,
2: whoa, 57? <laughs> whoa.
4: And I thought me seeing Morgan Wallen like five times was a lot. 57. <laughs> wow, wow. Yeah, that's that, a problem.
2: That, all right. So, when was the first time you saw Little Big Town?
4: Um, the first one was back in
5: 2006, I believe, when Boondocks came out.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: What's your love for them? Like, why Little Big Town? I think, for one, I'm obsessed with their harmonies. I think they sound flawless. Agreed. And I think, um, you know, the fact that they have, like, fun summer drinking songs and then some meaningful breakup songs. You know what I mean? I think they write their songs very good. And I think they're just down-to-earth, normal, fun people, too. How many times have you met them? Actually, uh, I, like I met him about 10 times. Whoa, I used to go okay. like backstage after all the concerts and do like meet and greets with them and stuff like that.
2: So are you one of those fans when they see you that one of the four members might go, Oh, hey, here comes Abby. Exactly
4: that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> or they're like, Run, there she is again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Run, there's Abby. Get out of here. Hurry up. All right. So this show is uh, tomorrow night, 9 o'clock on CBS. And it's it's pretty cool because you are on there, not just in the audience, but on the show.
5: Yes, made it on.
2: Tell us about it.
5: So, it's just a like a game show and it's just multiple elimination rounds and it's all just about little big town, different trivia questions, different just fun games about them proving that
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this
1: is Chris Jenner,
0: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
2: So the audience is filled with actual Little Big Town fans. And along with the audience watching at home, they are going to vote as to who is the super fan, and you're one of the people that'll be on stage being voted on.
5: Yes, that's correct. So voting is via Twitter, and it's a live voting
4: tomorrow night at on that 9 p.m.
5: So it's all on Twitter for live voting. So I could use
4: the support. Yeah, and you can vote on Twitter by using hashtag #SuperFan with the name of uh, our favorite two contestants, and one of them obviously has to be Abby.
3: Oh yeah, It's our
4: hometown girl. It yeah. Be. <laughs>
3: Now, I'm just wondering, since you're such a big Little Big Town fan, how far have you traveled to go see him? What's the extreme?
5: So I have flown out. I've seen them in Montana. Ooh, I've seen them in Colorado, Las Vegas, Atlanta. <laughs> There's no limit. Yeah, if wherever I go, I'm like, oh, I've never traveled here before. Buy a ticket and go.
2: That's fun. Abby, what do you do for a living outside of, you know, following Little Big Town all yeah. over God's green earth? <laughs>
5: I do um, ultrasound at St. Elizabeth Hospital.
2: Wonderful. All right. Okay, so uh, we need to tune in tomorrow night, 9 o'clock, and we need to root on our hometown girl, Sainty ultrasound technician Abby, as the biggest fan of Little Big Town.
4: Yes. Because you've seen them so many times, does it matter where your seat is when you're at a show?
3: You have to be up close. Yes, I have to get front row pit against the stage. What's the most amount you've spent on a ticket? Ooh, probably about $600 or
5: so.
4: Wow.
3: And then yeah. you got to incorporate travel. <laughs> yeah.
5: The $600 just for the ticket. That does not include plane tickets and hotels, anything
2: like that. All right, yeah, but we've seen how much ultrasounds cost, and we know that Abby is rolling in the <laughs> money. <laughs> yeah. Abby, we're going to be pulling for you tomorrow night, CBS, 9 o'clock. It is Superfan, the Little Big Town edition. Let's make Abby from the Tri-State, Little Big Town's biggest superfan. How's that sound?
1: Yes, thank you, guys. I'm ready. More of the Big Dave Podcast.
2: B-105, the Big Dave Show. We know that a lot of our uh, friends here listening in the Tri-State do weekend trips down to Nashville, especially bachelorette parties seems to be all the rave. And almost every country star now has their own place, it seems like, somewhere down on Broadway in Nashville.
4: Oh yeah, Blake Shelton, Jason Aldean, Alan Jackson. And now it's rumored, (laughs) the worst kept secret, Morgan Wallen is Set to open a bar. Now, really, he's not confirmed it, but I mean, they're in this article putting out that they already have the address and everything. They know exactly where it's going to be behind Dirks Bentley, another country another. artist down there. <laughs>
2: wow, uh-huh. I know. Will he be the first person to be ceremoniously thrown out of the bar? His own he, bar? He's been <laughs> guy thrown out of Kid Rock. Uh, yeah, another bar down there. <laughs> All right, so uh, Morgan Wallen could be owning a bar or. As Statman is uncovered over here, it could be perhaps Miley Cyrus that owns yeah. the bar. What in the world is going on with this? Oh,
3: my gosh. So, Mr. Wired Up, he is a, a DJ producer guy, and he thinks that... Miley Cyrus is a ghost singer for a lot of other acts out there, including Dua Lupa Lipa. (laughs) I can't say her name right. I don't know. But anyway, uh, also a a ghost singer for Morgan Wallen. And if you speed her up or slow her down, she could sound like either or. So I went ahead and took Morgan Wallen and sped him up. And you tell me if it sounds
2: like Miley Cyrus. All right. Well, here's the clip. You're going to speed up. Let's hear that. All right, all right, and here's fed up. up now.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah. That's crazy.
3: And here, I put in a, a little Miley Cyrus in there too, singing some Dolly Parton, so you could kind of reference how Miley sounds. Okay, listen. Jolie.
4: Ghost singer, like, what does that
2: mean? Well, that exactly? means you appear on people's songs and don't get credit for it. You're, like you're just
4: singing
3: with them
2: or for some people, you know. Yeah. I mean, weird. Yeah.
3: Supposedly, Britney Spears had a ghost singer all through the 90s for all of her album work, but they really, yeah, but live, it's a totally different thing. I, I was guess. gonna say,
4: I would be hurt, I think, if I learned that Morgan Wallen wasn't really singing. His
2: all song. Right, I gotta hear her sing. Wait, right. kind of sounds like Lainey Wilson a little bit too. A little
3: too. bit. That's so odd. That is odd. Or does Lainey Wilson sound like Miley Cyrus? <laughs> 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 no, don't stop. I don't
2: want to get stopped. <laughs> it's 7:15. More of the Big Dave podcast. Who's that lady? Who's that
1: lady?
2: B-105, the big day of a show uh, playing Who's That Lady? Sexy lady. And we got a sexy lady on the line here, Amy from Florence. Good morning, Amy. Good morning. Now, no one's going to get mad and beat me up that I called you a sexy woman, are they? (laughs) Uh, I mean, I don't know. You might. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we get you these tickets. He'll be pretty okay with it. You know how this game works? I do. We're going to play you a sound clip of a sexy lady. You could go see Lady A after a Reds game. You ready? I am. Here we go. Big mistake.
0: Big. Huge. I have to go shopping now.
2: And that's what I'm going to say if you get
3: this wrong. Come on now. Who's that
0: lady? That pretty woman, Julia
3: Roberts.
1: Oh, you know yeah,
4: it. Oh, yeah. Nice job. Thanks. You're welcome. You've got a pair of tickets to see Lady A, their post-game concert at Great American Ballpark. This is after the Reds take on the Cardinals September 9th. Now the Grammy Award winners will perform live from the field. As a part of the Ohio Lottery post-game concert series, this is presented by Duncan. And it's after the game. Get your tickets and field passes now at Reds.com/concerts. Don't miss the last concert of the season. Boo! And you're
1: not going to Amy. You got him. Good yeah, job. Thank you. More of the Big Dave Podcast.
2: Earlier this summer, Boston, Massachusetts undercover police officer LeVar Gilbert was sitting in his uh, vehicle there when suddenly something terrible happened. He was shot in the face.
4: Oh, no. Oh,
2: just awful. Yes. Not a life threatening injury, but bad. Nonetheless, Officer Gilbert was able to drive himself to the hospital, but turned out to be very distraught about what the blood from this injury did. It got all over the brand new baseball jersey of his favorite player he had just purchased. And the jersey, you could wash it, yeah, but it had to be bagged and tagged and taken into evidence. So it's gone. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's part of a state investigation now. Now, the jersey, though, wasn't from a Boston Red Sox player, no. It was a jersey of his favorite player, Reds rookie phenom, Ellie De La Cruz. So he's a huge fan oh, he loves Ellie. of okay. Ellie in uh-huh. Town. there. News of what happened to Officer Gilbert and his jersey quickly traveled to Cincinnati police and ATF agents here, and they knew exactly what they had to do. Get Officer Gilbert an autographed Ellie De La Cruz jersey. That's easier said than done because uh, Ellie doesn't sign a lot of autographs. And at the time, Cruz had not signed one single jersey since becoming a Red. But after contacting the Cincinnati Reds, the local officers made it happen. They got the jersey, like I said, the first one ever signed. They had it framed, and then a few of the officers from Cincinnati made the trip to Boston to deliver it personally to Officer Gilbert. This is uh a... For Detective Gilbert, this is from your brother and sister's law enforcement in Cincinnati. That's just awesome that they were able to do that. But the generosity from Cincinnati did not stop there. Dean Gregory, the owner of the Montgomery Inn, shipped... Officer Gilbert, some ribs from his restaurant, Grater's oh, cool. ice cream, and La Rosa's also sent wow. little smorgasbords to Gilbert as well. And Try Health was one that helped facilitate it and make it all happen. I mean, it's amazing, isn't oh, it? Man. I love that. The brothers and sisters in blue helping out each other, and that is what your good vibes are this morning. Thank you.
1: B. B More of the Big Dave Podcast. It's the Big Dave Show, Dad Joke of the Day on B105.
2: And this morning we have Greg, a father of two from Anderson. He is a school teacher at Auckerman in Florence, teaching sixth grade history. Good morning, Greg. Hey. Are you ready to give us the Dad Joke of the Day? Yeah. Will it have a historical context? Uh, not really. Okay. <laughs> just go. All right, do it. So, did you hear about the cross-eyed school teacher? <laughs> no, it did not hear about the cross-eyed school teacher. She couldn't control her pupils. Oh. All righty. I hope you don't control your class today. That's what you get for that joke, Greg. I'm just teasing. Everybody in Alkerman, give Greg, the history teacher, a high five today for that joke, all right? <laughs> Thank you. Thanks
1: for checking out the Big Day Podcast. B105.com.